What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Second Avenue Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Aris. I'm your other host, Elijah Venezia. Welcome back, everybody. Um, I hope everybody had a good 4th of July. My 4th of July uh, was not very good. Uh, you know, I was having good times with, with my guys, but it just the ox battle did not go in my favor at all. A clean sweep for, for Jonathan. I hate to do it to you. Um, you know, I will say, for the record, there's no reason you should not have won with the uh bruce springsteen pick for the fourth of july cookout that was you know in my opinion i thought that was a easy one for you but the people said otherwise so shout out to the people for backing your boy on that one it was, a, it was a riskier pick though i mean yeah for, i think for our you know, viewers. It was very different yeah i think it just depends like my thing i was saying was you don't have to listen to christmas music on christmas you know what i mean like you don't have to listen to patriotic music on the 4th of July. So it could really go either yeah, way depending but, on what you're feeling. You know, we had a camping trip a few weeks back and, you know, just just sitting around with the boys, having a, having a drink, having a few waters or whatever, sitting around the campfire, playing some bags. It was just it was beautiful. To that song, it was beautiful. See, so, yeah, that's not even the 4th of July. So, I, I, you know, it's, a, it's an interesting pick. I, I thought it was a good pick. People said otherwise. But I do think we should take a look at the full results just so that people know how it went down starting off we had a song with a city name in the title elijah picked 5m in toronto by drake and i went with uh them boys in paris by kanye and jay-z fellas uh, in paris that's fellas all in paris you know whatever whatever you want to say they were in paris that's all that matters uh i won that one 60 to 40 percent. then we had a song with a food name in the title Elijah went with Peach by Kevin Abstract. I went with Kool-Aid and Frozen Pizza by Mac Miller. I won that round 57 to 43%. Then we had a song by a 2022 XXL freshman. I went with The Sun by Casey. Elijah went with Minute Bull by Babytron. I won 58 to 42. We had a song released in your birth year. I went with Doop That Thing by Lauren Hill. And Elijah went with How You Remind Me by Nickelback. Another polarizing choice, but I, th- I thought you might have won off that one. It's depending on the people it went my way though of course 58 to 42 percent then we had a numerical title we both went with travis scott he went with 3500 i went with 90210 i won 61 to 39 then we had a song by a little rapper i went with 20 minutes by Lil Zuvert. he went with nowadays by Lil skies i won 62 to 38 then we had the infamous category fourth of july cookout he went with born in the usa by bruce springsteen now with good life by kanye west and I went 58 to 42. So it was pretty close. Yeah. I, I, so like all of them, uh, we don't, we can't pull up the votes after the fact, but all of them were like, I think it was probably within three or four votes. So, I mean, it, it was close enough. Um, it just sucks. You know, I lost every category. So I'm really going to have to step my game up. I'm a, I'm going to get in the lab. I'm going to go cruise around after this. I'm going to go fill my tank up and just cruise around and just find a perfect song for every category that we'll have in the future. So I respect it. That's like some, you know, Mamba mentality right there. You just took your L, but you're going to hit your lick. You're going to be back in blood for the next one. So we'll see. We can't do the next one too soon, but it's got to yeah, be well, I, Yeah, we're going to keep them. We won't do them too soon, but we'll, I feel like we have them spaced out correctly now. So just, we'll just throw them in, throw them up one day. Yeah. We do need to do it pretty soon, but you know, um, of course we need some more categories. So hit our DMs on Instagram. Let us know what categories you want us to pick some songs for in the near future. And who knows, you might get featured in the episode. 
Another way you can get featured in the episode, of course, is by interacting with our other polls. When we ask a question and you respond to it. We want to give you guys some shout outs, talk about your answers to our questions. And that kind of leads us into the topic of today's episode. We're going to talk about our favorite songs and albums of 2022 so far. We each picked our 10 favorite albums of the year so far. And we're going to talk about them in no particular order. We're going to save the order for, you know, the year end list. And then we picked our favorite song off each one of those projects. Let's talk a little bit more about that song specifically. Um, but we ran a poll or a question on our Instagram asking what your favorite album of 2022 has been so far. We got a couple of replies, so we're going to give them some shout outs here. Uh, the boy Marcus says, scoring the end of the world. Had to look it up. I think it's like a rock album. Did not know it, but shout out to Marcus. Maybe I'll give it a listen. Then Amanda says, melt my eyes, see your future. I think you're going to be hearing a little bit more about that one later, but we'll see. Uh, great album. Then we have Trey, who says, uh, Brent's album, Wasteland. Drake's album, honestly, never mind, or Future's album. So pretty good choices right there. Then we have the boy, Mario, who says, Too Alive by Yeet. Another good pick. Definitely. I mean, all great picks there. Um, I feel like for this year, especially like there is not, there's not a secure answer so far. Um, you know, maybe I feel like Mr. Morale and the big steppers maybe could have been that, but I feel like it hasn't stuck around in everybody's rotation the way that it should have been. So it hasn't blown up the way it, it could have, you know? So I feel like there's just not a definitive answer out there. Um, it's really based off preferences here. There's not a stand, clear standout yet. Definitely. But I think that's, you know, a good segue to get into some more choices. Do you want to start us off here with your first choice? Yes. Yeah, so we, we had six similar albums. So we'll go, we'll go through the six um, of the same picks that we had. And then we'll have four at the end. That'll be different. But for the first one, we have Dawn FM by the weekend. This is early January. We got this right. Yeah. Um, this is like the week before we started the podcast, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I remember uh, all, all the, the him and gunner released the same week and then mm-hmm. but uh free gunner by the way but um uh for my uh my track off here i went with gasoline um it's just a great track great weekend track i mean this album was everything you want from a, the weekend album what are your thoughts i mean i am such a fan of the weekend such a fan of this project he's probably my favorite artist of all time and this project did not disappoint I feel like there were some, you know, weekend projects that I wasn't so crazy about a couple of years back with like uh, Beauty Behind the Madness even, and then some of Starboy, I was just kind of whatever about, but then he flipped the switch. I saw that switch starting to flip with uh, My Dear Melancholy, and then we got After Hours, which was just a masterpiece, a classic, and then we get Don FM. And he just keeps raising the bar or like being right at that level of being one of the top artists in the, in the game. I mean... I think he's definitely what we talk about it here and there. He's definitely one of the, we talk about rap or the tier A of rappers, but he's a tier A artist. So he's above that. I think at this point, but yeah, like I was saying about the pop albums, I think he was kind of like almost trying to become too pop with some of those projects a little while back. And then he kind of figured it out on after hours on how he can be pop, but still have his own sound still be, you know, pushing the genre forward. And then he took another step forward with the narrative on Don FM. And it's part of the trilogy. So we're supposed to be getting that third leg somewhere soon here. Um, and then he's going on tour. It's supposed to be looking like a masterpiece. I've seen some of the set design stuff. He posted pictures of it looks crazy. 
hoping we get to go to a show. We'll see. And then, of course, to close it out, I got to say my favorite song off of Don FM. It's less than zero. The outro track just went so crazy. Just like when I was going through that first listen, something stuck out about less than zero. I thought all the songs were pretty solid for the most part. Really good for the most part, actually. Um, but less than zero just hit a little bit different for me. This was definitely one where I feel like there was not a definitive uh, number or like best song on there, favorite song on there. Um, a lot of good choices, though. I don't think any of the answers are wrong. No misses, of course. Definitely. But moving on to our second album here, we have Few Good Things by Saba. Why don't you talk a little bit about this project? I mean, this has been a long awaited album ever since Care For Me in 2018. Saba, you know, he kind of took a step with Care For Me and people were really waiting for his next project to follow that up. I thought that was such a well-received project. So many great songs on that, especially Prom King. I mean, that's just like yeah, one of the best rap songs of all time, in my opinion. Uh, so the bar was pretty high for this project from Saba and he absolutely delivered. Like, this is such a good project. If you're a rap fan and you've not listened to this project, what this are you doing? Is, yeah. You gotta go give it a listen. This is one that I feel that flies under the radar a little bit. Saba does as an artist even. Um, I feel like this project should be huge and it's definitely one of the best albums of the year of course for my track off a few good things i went with come my way um jonathan what was your choice here i went with 2012 when this album dropped that was the one that we both loved and i feel like it's been a running joke like when we're ever we're in chicago riding the train where it's like the green line is just how we get home like it's just a running joke for us yeah uh, so got a special place for me but it's just one of favorite songs uh, on our, on our Chicago trip, it was like one of those things where we were all trying to go to bed and everything. Jonathan and I just kept saying, just making the green line joke and we were just dying laughing. <laughs> but one thing back to what you were saying about him kind of flying under the radar, we sent this tweet to each other this week, but it was, uh, I think it was debating hip hop on Twitter, had posted like a couple different groupings of four artists mm-hmm. and saying, rank them. And one he put was Smino, Saba, IDK and Westside Boogie. And I think that that is such a good grouping of four. Yeah, that, that was a great group. They absolutely yeah. all fly under the radar, I think, but are so talented and deserve to be, you know, some of the biggest artists out, honestly. Yeah. Three, uh, everyone, one of them besides Smino this year has put out phenomenal projects so far. I mean. Facts. We're, I think we're getting some of those later. So let's get into those. <laughs> the next album we wanted to talk about, though, How to Be Run Park, Broke My Heart, Vince Staples. What was your favorite song off this project? And tell me a little bit more we thought uh, about it. I mean, this album, he just killed it. You know, we're on the one year anniversary of the self-titled Vince Staples. Um, and I feel like it's, it is a little bit of a different sound, I would say with Ramona Park, but I mean, you get a lot, I feel like he raps a little bit more. Um, for my track though, I went with the blues. Um, mm. the lyrics in it are just so deep. Um, hard-hitting lyrics in that one of course you get that a lot with vince's tracks but um definitely so far you know spoil it this is my favorite album of the year so far whoa i didn't think we're gonna get into that so maybe i'll have to drop my favorite actually i don't really know what my favorite is well so i'm not gonna say what my favorite is yeah i don't so, have a clear cut number one right now this so, one is this one is in the <laughs> lead for me i respect it. it's a great album um I do agree with what you're saying about how he kind of raps more on this than he did on the self-titled project. I think the self-titled had some poppy sounding songs. Mm-hmm. You look like, are you with that? And, you know, some other songs like that. And not to say there's not songs like that, like magic on 
Road to Park, 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 but I feel like it is a lot of, you know, personal narrative rapping. Like he's telling stories and just really good songs. And I think that was a standout for my favorite song, which was When Sparks Fly. Such a good song where he is comparing a girl to a gun and there's just so many the symbolism symbolism and so many references that could be about either depending on how you're looking at it great song no yeah definitely um like you uh, you know he had to come with the deep deep cutting lyrics of course when he's mentioning ramona park so of course the next album we wanted to get into though you know we talked about a little bit earlier shot to amanda her favorite album of the year mail my eyes to your future by denzel curry we both have this on our top 10 of the year so far this album is crazy such phenomenal. a good project phenomenal i mean everything about it lyricism production um i mean it was everything you want from a denzel curry project so 100 percent. like he's another person i feel like that's a common theme this year is there's so many people that had a good project you know in 2018 or 2019 and then they had waited a second because of the, you know the pandemic and maybe another reason to not follow it up immediately and so they had a lot of expectations and they have exceeded them. There's so many artists that have done that. We look at Saba, you look at Denzel and, you know, maybe some more we'll get into here in a little bit, but yeah, Denzel definitely did not disappoint. He exceeded all expectations. Such a good album that is also sort of, you know, flying under the radar a little bit. I feel like, yeah, I feel like yeah. a lot of people I feel like, like that's it, a very, not, yeah, that's a very common theme for this year. Cause, and I'm, I mean, I feel like a lot of these projects are going to be viewed as either very, very good albums or classics a few years in the future so we'll have to see how they you know age and everything but we're having a lot of they're flying under the radar like we said the thing is i also think it's about where we're from like i feel like if we're from like la or you know miami Mm -hmm. i think these projects would be like everywhere like i feel like a lot of people we show them love but it's where we're from it's like nobody's listening to denzel like that really yeah i mean i get that of course it's not i mean it's definitely i feel like a lot of these projects aren't the best you know even on ox for you know some aspects of them but um i mean they're they all kill it they're hey, sure. they're on my ox for sure same and i mean i find on every album you got some songs you bump the ox but the one that stuck out to me from melt my ass your future was x-wing it wasn't this song initially but x-wing has just been going crazy in rotation for me recently love this so- track so good so X-Wing was initially my favorite pick off the album. Then it, I switched it to Mental. X-Wing, of course, is an amazing track, though. This is kind of a callback to a couple episodes ago, like a long time ago, actually, I guess. But it was, you know, we saw The Batman together for the first time. And that was the first Batman movie I'd ever seen. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I kind of, you know, took a little deep dive and caught up. And so when this album first dropped, I hadn't seen any Batman movies. And so he has a your worst bar- fear. Yes, he has a bar about scarecrow reveal your worst fear in the second verse on that track and like it just went over my head i did not understand what he was getting at like i was like oh okay like it was cool whatever and then like the next time i heard it after watching the batman movies the dark knight trilogy i was like oh that was hard (laughs) like yeah and now every time i just love it yeah no definitely i i always thought of that after the fact but i guess i never brought it up to you because i couldn't i just didn't have the timeline right but I mean, Denzel's pen game is, it's nuts. I'd, it's probably the best lyrics on a, all throughout a project. I'd give it to him. I definitely don't think that's a hot take. I think he has so many solid lyrics. I love the King Ghidorah shout out RIP MF Doom. I mentioned that back in the uh, episode where we reacted to the album initially, 
but yeah, it's just such a good project. There's so many good bars, so many good features. Production, amazing. Just cinematic. It's just a great album. Moving on to our fifth choice here, we have It's Almost Dry by Pusha T. What were your thoughts on this project? I mean, obviously, you know, it made both of our lists here. You know where to go with Pusha T. I feel like he is one of the most respected rappers out, one of the most consistent rappers out, some of the best bars. He's always going to have great production, and this album's no exception. There's so many great tracks, so many different tracks. Like, I feel like if you look at, like, a Dreaming of the Past versus Hear Me Clearly versus I Pray For You, there's just so many different types of raps on this project. And they're all great in their own way. Yeah, and I love how they split their production, half Pharrell, half Kanye. So that's also a cool little detail that they have in there. 100%. And that is, you know, just another part of getting those different sounds. Like, I feel like he's working with two of the best producers out, you know what I mean? So, of course, he's going to have a beautiful album. Of course, yeah. And, I mean, the way it sounds, this is going to be the last Kanye and Kid Cudi track we're going to get, so off this it was on this album with rock and roll so i forgot about that that was pretty wild yeah i mean you never know but it it seems pretty pretty serious no it definitely does and i feel like they're you know getting older like who knows in general how much more music we're getting from these people i mean yeah together i mean even more unlikely i feel like but still hopeful hopeful that that changes hopeful that we get it um but i'm glad that we got what we've gotten and i mean you know that rock and roll is a good song so definitely i mean i feel like at a point in time you could say the same thing with kanye and jay-z that they would never do another track together but you know they they obviously have jail on donda so never that's say never true. i guess that's true what was your favorite track off of it's almost dry though it's almost dry initially it was rock and roll but it didn't end up changing i went with scrape it off how about you mm. i actually don't remember what my favorite song was when we talked about it initially in the episode, I think it might've been just so you remember. Uh, but since it has turned into either uh, call my bluff or Brambleton, I think I'd go with Brambleton. I think I give that the edge. Brambleton just goes crazy. I love the bar about had a million answers. Didn't have a clue why Michael kissed Fredo in Godfather two. I will say that is another movie I have not seen, but I do get the reference here. I, so I, I also have not watched the Godfather yeah but it's like i get the reference i still love that bar like it sticks out to me even though i haven't seen the movie so i think i'm gonna have to watch the movie that if you're new to the podcast if you haven't heard me talk about it i am horrible about watching movies i actually just went and watched thor the new thor movie i haven't watched it yet i'm going tomorrow with anthony so that's the second marvel movie i've ever seen the only other one is endgame (laughs) so it's like what are we doing so i'm bad about watching movies but the thor movie was pretty good like uh, i think you'll like it We'll see, you know, I mean, you're a little bit of a casual with the, with the MCU, you know, I'm, I'm at the theaters every time. So, well, well I went with our uncle Ray, who is definitely, I've not seen mixed reviews. Casual. Yeah. Ray is definitely not a casual Ray. No, is, definitely not. He's been in the comic books. He's been in everything since he's the OG. So yeah. if he says it that's goes, that's an OG look right there. That's an OG look. So if he says it's good, it's good. I'll take his word for it. He thought it was pretty good. So, um, I, I like didn't know what was going, but I feel like they kind of in the movie, they kind of explained things. So I was like, yeah. okay, like I, I knew what was happening. Uh, we actually watched like one hour of Thor Ragnarok. So I was like, okay, like I knew a little bit, but I didn't see the ending. So I really don't know what was happening. Uh, how it all wrapped up. But yeah, pretty good movie. 
Definitely. Um, moving on to our sixth and last mutual album we have here, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. You can't have a, a list, a top 10 album list in the year Kendrick's dropping, not have it on there. But we did a whole review on it in episode 17. So if you guys haven't given a, a listen to that, um, please go do that. I mean, that'll that'll have all our thoughts on it there. Um, I mean, this is, you know, I bring it up almost every week. What's understood doesn't need to be explained. So straight up. But I do want to, you know, talk a little bit about what was your favorite song for the people that might yeah, not Of course. Yeah. No, so initially my favorite song was We Cry Together. I mean, just such a unique track. Still, I it had like such a fall off on the Billboard charts, but still in my rotation, of course. But I did change it up on my favorite track and I went with Mr. Morale. I really loved what Kendrick and Tantalio did together. It's a great track. I did not expect you to say that. So that's that's a good one. Uh, I was just listening to We Cry Together like the other day. And I remember that you said it was your favorite one initially. And I just like, that stuck out to me. I don't know why. Like, it's just such a unique track. Like you said, I mean, I just can't see myself listening to it like casually often. But in when the, it comes like, scope on, of the album, I'm like, okay, this goes hard. Yeah, no, I mean, and it's so nuts to have like an actor outperforming Kendrick Lamar in a song. I mean, in my opinion, she outperformed him. Kendrick held his own, of course. Like he didn't, he wasn't a slouch, but. No, definitely not. But Taylor Page, she did her thing. This is an album where I feel like my favorite song and it changes often. Yeah, that's, that's an, what I was going to say. At first it was Father Time and Crown, which I feel like Crown is like a very, very slept on track. There's a guy watching YouTube. His name is like Bob the Pop Pop. I don't know if you've seen him before. He's like a, he has a channel. He does like rocker reacts to different videos or rap yeah. albums. Uh, but he's really good creator. So go check him out if you haven't and you're into that sort of thing. But he did his favorite songs he's heard in the process of doing his reviews. Like, I think it's been a year since he started. So he went over uh, the favorite songs last year. And Crown was like number one or number two. And I was like, okay. Cause he's the only other person I've heard like, really show it praise it yeah give it the shine yeah but i think that one's kind of you know a little bit out for me now like i'm kind of definitely moved on to some other songs but at first i was like really well that song and i still love it but it's not the one i'm listening to as often anymore i think that would have to be either savior or silent hill i am just bumping those two often i love savior, the baby King so good feature the Shout interlude to too. too savior interlude of course fire both the interludes are hard Definitely. Keem, Keem did his thing. 100%. And, of course, the boy Kodak Black on the other interlude. So, yeah, great project. And, I mean, this is another project that, just like Pusha T, I didn't mention about him, but he's another person like Saba that they had, you know, a couple of years between their last projects and such high expectations. Passed. They delivered. Yeah. yeah delivered. Uh, this year has just been so crazy for music. Well, when we're wrapping up, we'll get into a little bit get into that a little bit more but now we're going to move on to our four other choices for 10 of our favorite albums of the year so far these are the four that we don't have in common so do you want to kick us off with your next selection yeah so for here i had uh you can't kill me by 070 shake beautiful album this has like been one that's really really stuck in the rotation recently um just been on repeat since it's came out for this one, I, I think initially it may have been Webb that was the track I chose, but now I have it as Invited. Uh, it's the one and two track. I, I may be mixing those up for, if I, I may have it Invited the first time around, but 
Web and Inviter are definitely my two favorite tracks off that project. So fire. That is a project that did not make my list, but it's so good. And I think with a little more time, you know, it might make my list at the end of the year. So just such a beautiful album. hundred percent. Like I loved it, but I think I should a little more time with it. And I just, you know, there's one here that I haven't had much time with, but I love it that much. That's made the list. Um, But I think this is one I should a little more time with. And I think it can make the list of the year. But my next selection, I ended up going with Sick by Earl Sweatshirt. I mean, Earl's one of my favorites. You know, we can get with Earl. Just like Pusha T production, bars. Such a good project. This is another one early 2022, but it's stuck in the rotation throughout the year. There's so many good tracks. Definitely. You know, that's another person where, I mean, you can look at him where he almost flies under the radar, but he always delivers every single time in terms of production, lyricism. I mean, every aspect of music, Earl Sweatshirt always delivers, so. Big facts. I love this album. I was hoping you and I were going to get the chance to see it on tour, but the boy Action Bronson yeah, had to get folded. his tonsils he out or like something. You. Or no, his wisdom teeth. Yeah, his yeah, wisdom teeth. Like you. Yeah, I'll say it was just like me. So it was a shame, but it was on my graduation head, so it kind of all works out. But hopefully I'll get to see Earl sometime in the near future. He's coming to Pitchfork Festival in Chicago. Kind of want to go. Uh, so might have to make the move. We'll see. But my favorite track on this project was Fire in the Hole the outro track i feel like i'm such a sucker for a good outro and like i think that's a lot of times my favorite track is the outro track just because i think if it's a good track that concludes the album and just i don't know has a certain feeling to it like i'm just drawn to an outro i don't know why definitely i mean that the outro is very very important that's 100 finishing up the album um i you know that's like such a big thing for me on ramona park broke my heart the blues it perfectly leads into uh comes full circle the the beat that it finishes off on goes mm-hmm. what it leads into on the, the opening track um moving on to our eighth project here for me i had d-day um uh, dreamville gangster grills mixtape um i mean deliver dj drama crazy on the production obviously as always and then of course j cole all the dreamville boss uh jid all those guys of course you know i feel like not much needs to be said about this i mean they they just delivered a banger after banger um for my personal favorite though gotta go with ghetto gods freestyle earth gang just he does it for me there two chains as well uh we had a night on the the fourth of july on the ride back from bloomington i played this and it just it did hit Earth Gang is not, they fly under the radar. Their album didn't make my list, but I mean, it's a great project as well. So if you ever heard Earth Gang's project, go get a listen. But D Day, such a strong project, so many hits throughout it. I really Just love slappers. like Stick. Stick goes crazy. Stick is nuts. I mean, that's like it in constant rotation. It's in my gym playlist. So I probably listen to it like once every two days. Like, <laughs> I just love it. It just hits. Kenny Mason does his thing on that. It's just. Oh, yeah, I'd love to see Kenny blowing up with the Dreamville uh, project. But, yeah, great project, great selection. My next selection, though, I went with Candy Drip by Lucky Day. I got to say this. The, my boy Mitchell texted me last Monday or Tuesday, I think, after we watched the episode. He said he used the word smooth so many times when I was describing tracks. I didn't really notice that. I don't know if I did or not, but this is a smooth project. This is arguably the best r&b release of the year so far lucky day goes crazy there's so many good tracks on it but my favorite was nwa with lil dirk oh i've been listening to a song like crazy this project is fire if you haven't given a listen you got to 
I'm going to let you finish, Johnny, but 07 Shake had the best R&B project of the year so far. Okay. Uh, I'm not I, I mad gotta, at that I got to defend it. Yeah, I got to defend my girl. <laughs> I'm not mad at that take, but I think, you know, I said it might be. And I think yeah, I might have you didn't one. give a definitive answer. Uh, so. I think I have another one that I'll get to in a minute that might be the definitive best. The next one I went with, though, I went with Simple by IDK. You know, I mean, this project is just so crazy. You get the production from Katronada. Short project, but you can just run through it. It's just short, great. Short, but it gets the job done. 100%. I mean, there's a couple little skits on it, but then other than that, you get great tracks. You got dog food, you got drugstore, you got taco so many different vibes but they all have that cohesive sound i feel like great project definitely um you know obviously with the the close idk t- uh, ties with you we had to get him on this list here and of course well, well deserved of course my favorite track on it though was drugstore i didn't say that i love drugstore such a great track there's so many good bars especially like in the second half of the track uh like the head like neutron got a blast oh that's a bar <laughs> Yeah, that is tough. Um, I feel like that's another one, you know, there it's just very well-rounded lyricism production. There, everything brings it all together very well. Flies under the radar as well. Um, nice. My project here, though, I had Drill Music in Zion by Lupe Fiasco, obviously. Mm. Um, this, uh, this is probably my favorite production of the year, you know, going back through and listening a few more times, um, giving a few more listens. Initially, I had, I, I think it's Goaty. is how you pronounce it. Oh, my God. You know what I saw? What? That song is pronounced Fish. What? <laughs> it blew my mind because they took, it's like apparently a thing. So if you take the, the GH sound from Enough, the O sound from Women, and the TI sound from motion. Isn't that kind of crazy? That, that's nuts. Because okay, like, so I'll, I'll show the screen. It's like there's like a it's a Googleable thing. Like, because I just Googled it because you said that. I was like, oh, I'm sure it's what it is. But I was like looking up the lyrics or something. So I just searched the name and I saw that and I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. What are we doing? Like, what? <laughs> All right. I'm Actually, I think, call- it was needle, I think it was the needle drop. The needle drop said fish. And I was like, what? And so I looked it up and I was like, that blew my mind. Okay, so allegedly it's fish. I'm gonna call it goatee. Allegedly it's fish, so um, but it has since changed. Gotta go with auto boto. Um fire track that you said that was the one he performed off uh drill music and Zion when you saw him a couple or last week. Yeah, I didn't talk about that, but I did see Lupe in concert uh last Saturday. Put on a great show. He's I would say maybe the best rapper I've seen live. Like ability wise, I was just blown away. Like he just has such great breath control and lyricism on stage that it's like very impressive. Uh, he made a point to say that he was only going to do one song off the new project just because nobody knows the songs. But then he ran through all the hits, superstar, daydreaming. I mean, it just, it was great. No complaints, except for he didn't do Paris, Tokyo. He kind of like teased it and they didn't do it. And I was like, oh, what are we doing? But he played some great tracks. It was a great show. Definitely that after hearing you talk about him, you know, I may find myself at a Lupe Fiasco concert. I'm kind of interested to see, of course, it's high praise, you know, best rapping ability. You said he killed it. He freestyled for like a minute and a half. It was so fire. 
moving on to our last project for each of us here. Um, do you want to kick it off, Johnny? You know, uh, I will. I kind of mentioned that we we're going to get another R&B project because I said maybe it's the best R&B project. I was talking about Lucky Day's project. You talking about with 7 Shake. It just dropped, but I had to go with Brent Fias Wasteland. I mean, this project is so good. We're going to talk a little bit more about it later, I'm sure. We're talking about all the releases, but I mean, man, Wasteland is just a great project. We won't we won't get into it too much for now. We'll... My favorite track, I'll say that. I feel like sometimes you like to guess. What do you think my favorite track was? Uh, so me and the young bull, we had the same the same one. Is that Rolling Stone? Yeah, that, that's going to be my guess is Rolling Stone for you. It is not Rolling Stone. Um, it's actually all mine, but Rolling Stone is definitely a close behind it. I love Rolling Stone as well. I love a lot of tracks on it, uh, but isn't that one that I feel like it's so early that I don't have like a clear favorite? Yeah, you, I mean, you got to get you let serenade for a few days, of course, but 100%. But I think it's all mine. That's the one that I feel like I just go back to and queue up the most. Um, but yeah, great project. Moving on to my final album here, we have more Black Superheroes by West Side Boogie. Mm. Absolutely fucking killed it here. Um, I mean, this is, I feel like a lot of my projects for this year, especially like weren't too much rap or, you know, it's a different kind of rap, I guess, than what West Side Boogie came up with here. And um, he absolutely killed it. So I guessed your favorite I attempted to guess your favorite, so I'll let you do the same. I'll let you follow suit. Okay. On the West Side Boogie Project, I think mm, I think you're going to pick mm, Killer Mode. No, that, that, is, that would be, that's right up there in it. That's top five for sure. Can't even lie. You know, Soldier Boy doing his okay. thing on there. And then, you know, West Side Boogie killed it. Uh, that's a great choice. Uh, this is another project that I think I need a little more time with, just like the 070 Shake project. Like, it might end up on my list at the end of the year. Like, this is definitely not a concrete 10. That I'm sure there's been more projects that are going to, you know, contend to make this list. These are definitely not set. And there's some that I have already been out that I haven't had enough time with. Another one that I really need to go back to, uh, I haven't given a listen yet, actually, is the Aaron May project. Aaron May. I liked his last project, some of his other songs, but I've been hearing really good things about his new project, but I have not had the chance to give it a listen. But I think, you know, if that's living up to the hype that I'm seeing online, I think that one, half touch will maybe end up in that top 10 at the end of the year. So we'll see though. Who are some other people that you're kind of, you know, waiting for that you want to see if they um, can make the list? I mean, you know, you know, Trav's going to make the list. I, I feel like he has to, you know, I mean, I'm expecting a classic from Travis Scott, of course. Um, who else is dropping this year? Um, We've got Joey soon. Jo- oh, Joey Badass. Sir, uh, we'll get into the single that he just dropped this past week. but Yeah, but Joey. And we got Freddie Gibbs. That's another one that I feel like we have a chance. Yeah, that could be coming. But Freddie. Freddie's the one I'm real excited for. Um, I feel like it could be coming anytime. It's been pretty quiet for Freddie recently. And, uh, I think he's definitely. I, I also wouldn't. Him. I wouldn't be surprised if we if we got the fall off from J. Cole this year as well. Ooh, that'd be big. Uh, he I wouldn't be surprised if we got a shock drop. Mm, I thought would be special. I could see it though. He he's it's been teased, you know. It's it's coming. It's just a matter of when. 
definitely i think in the next 365 days we will get that project but who knows if it'll be this year or next year but i mean like just wrapping up this first half of the year um you know we started in january start we've kind of had a been able to live all these through through the podcast pretty much but it's been a fucking crazy year for music there is so many like great projects i mean yeah i mean it's been a great year i think so, it's only so far better. too i mean we're uh-huh. not even we still got six more months worth of music to to get through so the first six months did its part we'll see what the back half does see if it follows suit facts and we just talked about albums there's so many singles and just lucy's that have been great that have been soundtracks to my year so far that i can't wait to get into those at the end of the year so if you enjoyed you know this kind of list make sure you follow us make sure you stay tuned because the end of the year is going to be special we're going to be putting out bangers all of december that's yeah, so far away but it's going to be it's going yeah to be we hits. know we talked we about know. it we we did just talk about it like planting that seed a little bit just like how much like we're gonna have so many like our top 10 albums a year going through our replay and spotify rap like i'm ready for december you know i'll, I'll turn 21 mm. we'll oh. get an app we'll get an after hours um podcast episode maybe no we are i uh i won't spoil it for the viewers but i have a plan for your 21st birthday okay i'll be able to yeah we'll be able to do it something like an after hours one where i'm able to have my first alcoholic beverage so see what happens it's gonna be special yeah no ever of course special but let's move on to the news i mean of course we gotta start with the releases we talked about brand fires already but there's other albums that dropped this week, of course. We got Westside Gun, Ken Carson, SSG Kobe, Code of the Friend, and the Kid Cudi compilation project. What has been the standout to you from this bunch? Obviously, Wasteland. I wasn't able to put it in my list just because how fresh it is. I mean, I do I think it'll probably make my list by the end of the year? Just all first listen or first few listens. I'd give it, you know, a pretty I'd give it like a 60 to 70% chance. That's pretty high yeah. considering how much time we have left um you know obviously brent killed it um uh, pretty much i feel like met my expectations everything i wanted from a brent fires project how about you 100 percent. i've been waiting for this brent project for so long and i mean it hit. there was like the skits the skits were interesting like i didn't know how to feel about the skits on the first listen but they're growing on me uh he, the he last one was him. so long the last was like five minutes but it's such a good project he solid him he solidified himself as the toxic king i mean i mean man. i will <laughs> say like the set the last skit where he gets in, like the car crash or whatever mm-hmm. in the headphones that sounds crazy like i feel like they have to have a video or something for that maybe like that leading in to angel like you know like a little like 12 minute video or whatever i thought that could be fire just because it's such like a cinematic hearing like a car crash in your headphones it's wild no that is i i didn't even think of that like thinking a visual of that i was like i mean it i've never really heard a skit like that on a project i don't think you know what i mean yeah that long and like i mean it's pretty in depth yeah it was pretty crazy and then i mean it just really you could i could see it in my head like i could picture what was happening like it was wild one other thing that just really stuck out to me this project it was just a super random detail it was on the song role model part of the beat reminds me of the like second half of stronger by kanye where he's like i need to do everything at the time right and everything for a cloud like you know that part whatever mm-hmm. yeah 
Do you know like where the beat like you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, no, I get what you're I I was like, do they sample that? I don't think they did, but it sounds so similar. So if you're listening to that, let me know if you hear that because I think I'm tweaking, but I do think I can hear it sometimes. I'll, I'll go I'll go through and I'll text you after afterwards. And I feel like I somewhat know what you're talking about, but I'm gonna have to hear it to you know. hundred percent. Yeah, I didn't know if me talking about it, but everybody's listening. Go listen to those two songs. Let me know if you hear it. But this was such a good project. There were such big name features throughout it. And then you get a couple of smaller artists like the Juni and uh, Trey Amani. Alicia Keys, she was an underrated feature. Like she kept Gatsby. You know, I, I knew you were going to yeah, love that one. You knew me and Marisa were going to love that one. You send it in our uh, our group chat that we have. You know, Great Gatsby is one of my favorite movies ever. So I definitely appreciate the the love there. So yeah, I was I was loving it when I saw that track and I heard it for the first time. I was like, Oh, it's a good track. Great guess too, was gonna love it. Yeah, a great track. Yeah, if it sucked, I mean, it'd be like, oh, God, it'd be funny. But <laughs> yeah, the song I mean, hits. I, so it's have great. you watched the Great Gatsby yet? I have a long uh, time ago. Oh yeah, you gotta, you need to rewatch because like, you know, Mauricio, executive producer, Devin, executive producer, me, co-host here. Like, we all fucking love that movie. I know. I'm notoriously not a big reader, so when I was in high school, we were reading the Great Gatsby. And so I just watched the movie. I didn't read the book. And I mean, I did well enough. I, I knew I knew what was going on. Yeah. And definitely. the Spark Notes, of course. Yeah, no. <laughs> Spark Notes went nuts in high school. Oh, yeah. It was, I would not have survived without Spark Notes. Um, but yeah, shout out to Get Up Gatsby. I mean, it's such a good project. And, you know, we'll see where it lands at the end of the year. Definitely. Um, you know, even though, although it didn't make my list now, I do think it'll end up making it just to put, seeing how it ages of course but he delivered so and i don't see it falling out of my rotation no nah, definitely not i probably listened to it like a, you know four times or whatever i went to see my friends this weekend you know it's like a two and a half hour drive each way plenty of time to listen to music it was a great trip listen to brent album each way so it was it was beautiful uh did you have a chance to listen to any of these other projects um so obviously you know i had to add in uh love by kid cuddy with kind of like the greatest hits project that he just released there um and then ken carson i also was able to give a listen to i need to give a listen to west side gun and um ssg kobe as well i mean i feel like these are all projects i want to listen to even the ken carson one i was it was just kind of a quick run through while i was at work so i don't have too much feelings about it yet but i mean from what i heard it was pretty impressive so far that's how i was to listen to it on my car drive as well um i thought that was pretty good like definitely know you get some good production with those like rage type beats on the ken carson project he's gonna do his thing with the vocals uh it's a good project didn't like blow me away though i was like oh it was like yeah no the best but i could definitely see myself going back to it often and listen to tracks a, on the a good pro I, yeah a good starter project for him though i mean oh yeah i mean we kind of both talked about him not being on the double xl freshman list i think you know maybe with this project he would have been he did recently change his name. I don't, I, it's not in the news here, but uh, took, took the dollar sign out of his name. Whoa. You know, I, fault. You know, I will say, you know, from like a marketing, you know, I got my marketing background and stuff. You do too, I guess. But uh, I'm big on like search engine optimization and stuff like that. And the dollar sign just makes things hard. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, regardless, it was a country singer actually that appeared before him. Wow. A country singer from like the 60s. 
yeah so it was like but i guess he's decently big so I, he's the one who like you know the the initial like headliner it has for him that's pretty surprising um but like another example of the you know change their name a little bit just a little bit is jid like jid on spotify used to be j.i.d yeah and now he's just jid and yeah, i mean that's just a good move just for like typing it in purposes yeah travis scott back in the day as well you know mm-hmm. taking the dollar sign out of his name nice. uh i feel like any time any artist has a dollar sign in their name they get to a certain extent they're oh they they copied asap you know all this and they like kind of outgrow it like i feel like i don't know i don't know asap rocky is different but i feel like a lot of other times it kind of like ages poorly yeah i i could see both sides of it but i i just i don't know it's just it's their name you know yeah but i will say asap rocky is he's like just like he's basically just rocky at this point like everybody knows Mm -hmm. he's just rocky uh and asap's like the group yeah, they're, I mean, they're, it's Ferg or, yeah. yeah, but like I feel like they always kind of Ferg, Rocky, 12 like they're just, you know, the second half. Whereas Travis Scott with a dollar sign, like I think at a certain point, you kind of like outgrow it. Like if Travis mm-hmm. Scott was, you know, like 35 and he had a dollar sign in his name, you'd be like, huh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, especially for someone like Travis Scott, you know, so such a large figure in music or like outside of music, even, you know, with, jordan brand mcdonald's all these collabs you know it just it's good to have hit just his name travis scott versus max it just hits by uh, the dollar sign was fire i do love the dollar sign most of the time it's uh, a nice little touch it's a good touch but we of course got some good singles this week we got joy badass fabio foreign and the kid Leroy, dochi murder beats featuring j balvin pharrell quavo anita and then we had killer mike featuring young thug did you have a favorite single from this bunch i know you kind of alluded to the joy badass single a little bit earlier in the episode what do you think about that song survivor's guilt he killed it i mean he killed it with his uh the other single he released a couple weeks or i I think it was a couple weeks back at this point but survivor's guilt got me very very excited for 2000 i was excited before but Mm -hmm. if that's the vibe we're getting from from 2000 this we're gonna be talking about this album in december i think you might be right survivor's guilt such a good track such like an introspective track from joey obviously the loss of capital steez like played such a role in joey's career who knows where they'd be if they were both together um still but he tragically passed away obviously as well as his cousin that passed away that he talked about in the song i mean joey's had some losses throughout his life and he's definitely shaped him in the person he is today i mean it's kind of crazy hearing him talk about like the fact that i forget which one of them the one of them would not get to meet his daughter and i was like damn like i don't like that's just crazy and he didn't make it to 25 his cousin i was like and i, I don't know how capital steez was but i think he was probably younger than honestly too but man just crazy crazy how a loss like that can impact somebody definitely Did, were you able to give um any of those other singles a listen this yeah i listened to um the murder beats single as well as the killer mike single i need to listen to dochi and i do need to listen to uh, 504 i don't really go to my way for 50 and the kid Leroy, but uh, I gotta give a chance. Really? Yeah. You, you know, you know, five is <laughs> my guy too. But yeah. Maybe I, I won't. Maybe I won't get it, it. No, I'll it, You need to give it a listen, but I just felt like what those two did, it, it didn't mesh. Yeah, I think they are very different. And I don't think that's always a bad thing. Like I think really cool things can come when you have it's, two people. When done so correctly, different. it's not yeah. 
uh, yeah but when you don't do it right it can be like ugly so <laughs> i'll have to give it a listen but i don't have the highest expectations after that comment from you <laughs> yeah even the kid Leroy back in the day that was my guy in summer of 2020 so hate to see it well let's move on to some other news from this week you know this was one of your top 10 favorite albums of the year so far Drumley's Zion. we got some news about it this is the first Lupe Fiasco studio album to not chart on the Billboard 200. What do you think about this? Uh, I mean, it's kind of, it fits perfectly into the theme of flying under the radar, you know? I mean, not the end all be all though, because it's still a very good project. Definitely. I feel like this is another one of those projects. We kind of talked about that with Mr. Morale. It's like headphone music. You're not like always going to be bumping this in public, whatever, on the aux, but there's a lot of people who listen to it like throughout their daily life in their headphones or, you know, by themselves or whatever, but not necessarily in a group setting or whatever. Like there's not really a banger on it besides like Autobato. So I can see why it kind of is getting a little bit less recognition and a little bit less acclaim and a little lower streaming numbers, but it is such a good project that it deserves much, much more. And I think it's getting respect, but not the streams, which is, you know, a trade. Yeah. I mean, regardless if fucking this album goes number one or I mean, Lupe is a legend regardless. So, I mean, facts. I don't, I don't, and it's a great project. So I don't think it matters too, too much. No, I don't think any of it matters, but I just think it's a good way to kind of like, you know, so, to, yeah, it's a gauge to have a good gauge hard. on things. Yeah. yeah. And uh, definitely getting slept on. Let's move on though. We got some more news to get into. A quote came out from Danny Brown talking about his collab album with jpeg mafia coming soon daddy brown says peggy's coming through this weekend we just have a few last songs we got to finish for our project and once we're done it's off to the races the thought of us going on tour together is really exciting to me are you big into either of these artists i I listen to jpeg mafia more than danny brown i i love the i love that you called him peggy or you know Uh it's funny nickname but uh i'm not too too huge um I remember I it was one of the early, early episodes you uh, brought up JPEG Mafia. So I started listening a little bit then. So, I mean, with this project, I feel like with, um, you know, doing the podcast and everything, it gives us an opportunity to listen to all these albums, you know, that are coming out. So this does definitely be what I'm listening to. Facts. Now, like without the podcast, there's no way I'm listening to like Post Malone. There's no way I'm listening to like Kid Leroy and 504. And you know what I mean? But like, I got to give it a listen. I got to be a little bit informed, at least, you know what I mean? Uh, but now this project is so, like, has such good potential. I mean, these are two of my favorites. Like, Danny, it's been a business. He put something out. He's another one. I thought he was going to drop his project 40 a while ago, but then he turned 41. So you're like, I mean, I don't know. Is it ever going to come? Uh, but him and JPEG Mafia together would be crazy. And then the, the thought of them going on tour together is really exciting. Like, that's what Danny said, but I absolutely agree. I'd love to see those two together. I, I think it's JPEG. He's going on tour with like snail mail and turnstile, which are like complete opposites. I mean, they're not rap. I just can't imagine what those shows are going to be like, but I think him and Danny together, I would have to have to be. I don't think I'm going to call him JPEG mafia anymore. I think he's just Peggy now. No, he is just Peggy. That's I feel like everybody calls him Peggy. I mean, that's one of the best nicknames in rap so yeah uh moving on though kid cuddy you know we had his um quote-unquote greatest hits 
this next upcoming week, a kid named Cuddy finally coming to streaming services. What are your thoughts on that? I love the prayer. The prayer was one of my favorite songs from Kid Cuddy. And so to finally have it on streaming services, oh, that's going to be great. And I haven't listened to the project that much. So to be able to, you know, give it another good listen when it yeah, I mean, officially comes is going to be great. I'm the same way, you know, like for Kid Cudi, you know, Man on the Moon, obviously, you know, did his thing there. Uh, those are always been in my rotation. But I mean, past that, I haven't given uh, any other projects like too, too in depth of a listen. So I'm, I'm excited to listen to it. Obviously, you know, prayer, everybody knows prayer. Facts. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, I feel like there's only people that are like, Kid Cudi saved my life. Kid Cudi has some of the most hardcore fans. Hardcore, yeah. <laughs> so like, I think a lot of people would be very happy about this album or mixtape being added to streaming services now definitely another track we can expect to get next week calvin harris featuring halsey pharrell and justin timberlake i know you're a justin timberlake fan i'm a pharrell boy halsey does her thing i think this track you know we were kind of talking about it a little while ago we don't have like that song of the summer locked down yet i feel like this is there's some potential here loads of potential with this one and Calvin Harris, of course, you know, he's going to kill the production. He's going to get the vibes just right. I think we have a hit in our hands where I'm excited to get to this one next week. Definitely. I mean, we we don't get too much like into the pop music, but something we're definitely both excited for. So 100%. Another piece of news here. Day in Vegas 2022 has been canceled due to some, you know, different uh, hardships behind the scenes. Got canceled. Very unfortunate. This is one of the best lineups of the year. I, like, I don't think there was a chance I was going to go, but it was a crazy lineup. Rolling, Rolling Loud deleted all their tweets, but they were trolling fucking hard. They're going like posting just hella. Oh my were, god, I respect were, it though. They were trolling hard. It was, it was pretty funny. You know, you know me. I'm a Rolling Loud guy, so I think I'd be Team Day in Vegas. But I mean, it, having to cancel the whole festival tough. That's not a good look. Nah, it's yeah. tough. Speaking of Rolling Loud, though, they're talking about a phase two for New York, um, adding additional artists. You know, a lot of the the Cardi stands weren't very happy. Um, you know, where's Cardi? Where's Trav? They were both on Day in Vegas, weren't they? They they may they may need that check. You know, I know. I mean, that's what I was wondering. Um, I was wondering if it, you know they said they, that they, right after. So I do think it is because they're gonna take some people from Day in Vegas. So they've teased it pretty hard too. And like, so last year they added in Megan the Stallion and Trippy Red and they didn't, te- they just updated the lineup card. They didn't, t- they didn't really do anything like, um, and those are two pretty big, pretty large artists. So, I mean, if they're teasing oh, yeah. a phase two on this, it, I don't know. Gotta I'm be pretty somebody. O- pretty optimistic on someone here. Yeah. I gotta be somebody pretty big. I feel like, but I mean, I feel like at that point though, you just take any extras like, yeah, it no. could be anybody. <laughs> I'm very satisfied with the New York lineup. Like I, I feel like it was getting a lot of hate, but I really like it. I'm very excited for it, of course. So definitely. How many days do we have until Rolling Loud Miami? I will be flying out in 12 days. Today's the ninth. You Ooh. guys will be listening to this on the 11th. So for you guys, I'm flying out in 10 days. Um, for Jonathan here right now, live, I'm flying out in 12. So exciting exciting stuff but yeah i think that kind of just wraps up the episode anything else you want to add i i don't think so um so oh well jonathan and i talked about this we'll, we'll set the date 
when I get back from Miami, we'll give it up. We'll put a little more hype into it. We are doing the giveaway. We're not going to do it 200 followers. We'll do the giveaway. Um, so stay tuned for that in the coming weeks. Yeah, I'll, uh, we'll take this one. This one's on us. We should not have done like the when we get to number, we should have just done it um, after we got to the number, honestly. Um, so it's basically, it's the 100 follower giveaway at this point. But I'm excited to get this out to one of you guys. So officially, we'll do the live on Instagram and stuff. We'll make the announcement soon. We'll do it by the end of the month. By the end of July is what we're, we'll, we'll do it by. And you know what? To make up for it, we kind of had you guys, you know, hanging on for a long time about this. We'll end the episode with a big announcement. Merch is on the way. It's coming. It's coming. And that's all. That's that, that, that's the mic drop. Episode. That's, that's the, the mic, mic drop. drop. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see in. you guys next week. Peace. We'll see you guys next week.